Greetings. This is The Third Degree with James Major Burns, and I am your host, James Major Burns. Welcome back to another episode, y'all. We up, up, up in here. We have a very special guest. We're going to be getting into a lot today. But before we get started, let me remind you all that this is an outlet and safe space for myself and others to speak on things going on in our lives, in our world. It's a chance to see what's behind the mind of the creative versus what the world sees and thinks. Here we get to laugh, learn, and share. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, some of you may know him. He is not an amateur to the podcast world. Ladies and gentlemen, from three and a half gays, Mr. Tom Fields. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Tom Fields, aka Knowledge Walking, hey, aka Tommy Fields, aka oh, okay. best Tom, known now Tommy Feelgood. Tom talks, Ooh. and we will get into that. But it is so nice to have you on. Greetings. Oh, <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> yes. This is like a little mini reunion, like right now. This is yes, so it great. Is. I'm happy that we're doing this. I'm so happy and proud of you, first of all, for launching your own brand and your own podcast. Because Lord knows, people need to hear your voice and with your ideas and what you have to say and put out into the universe. And I think that this is an awesome platform that you're developing. Well, thank you so much. And I definitely would not be able to be here without being in three and a half gays. Oh and just God. so you all know, when we did the show together over a year ago now, <laughs> right? You can we were international, just so y'all know. We you were international, international we right? international when you were still getting a... Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I was an A-lister when you were still an alias. <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> I got you. See, I, I had you. See? So at the time when we were doing um three and a half gays, it really taught me a lot. And I just feel like at that time when we were doing all this stuff together, we were growing so much and learning so oh much gosh, and yes. not even realizing like what it was preparing us for. And like, it's sad that we, you know, ended it mm-hmm. because it was a very fun I, thing for me. I feel like people, I mean, people still ask us about it from right. in the city and like online. The crazy things too is when we would go out in public and people would just refer to us as three and a half yes. gays. And just ask like, so is three and a half gays coming? Is oh three and a half gosh. gays doing this? And I'm just like, that's crazy. Like we really started something and like, I am sad that like we, we couldn't continue because like, we were, we were doing some great things. We were having some great conversations. We I still listen. Reaching out to people. Reaching out to people. people. I do, too. International. International. <laughs> hashtag international. If you didn't hear that. International means when you're more than just national. More than just national. Yes, outside we were, of like, these talking states. to people all over the world. But still, like, that's how we met some friends on social media. Like, shout out to the Ruffs. They still podcast and stuff. Yes, y'all and, listen like, to them. Like, yeah. And so, like, um, I just thought that, like, we were doing something great for, like, young black queer people. Um, we were being voices. And then speaking on issues that we wanted to talk about that we wanted to hear people talk about because I think that we were having a lot of conversations that like people don't sit and do and share with the world so right I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that we were innovative I, I do I think so we also innovative. I do think so also and especially you know with the name that you and Nikita came up with yes. I was like that is literally perfect for us and it literally <laughs> could be branded into so many so things. many things so y'all watch out because there still might be a three and a half gay sitcom coming listen it might be y'all say y'all stay tuned it could happen right, anything could happen anything could happen but again i am and at the time before we got into three and a half gays i wanted to venture off into like the podcast or like live video yeah. world by myself and i just at the time didn't have the courage to do it right. So when we all came together and because yeah. we were friends i was like oh this is perfect right it's just perfect we can get 
business done and I have my friends here to go through through it with. And with everything that goes into business and and friendship, people know how like that can be. But to me, it was worth it to get into those fights with people I love at least versus somebody I, you know, barely even know. Yeah. So I'm happy that we had that experience. And you guys, you, ne- you never know. I mean, listen, Danny the King, they, they got back together. Die, but, know, girl, no they, they, they also they, fell apart. They, they came they back came, to life and died again. They came back as four. <laughs> then they died again, came back to life and died again. So you had the two blondes. Then you had John Richard, you know. They're yeah. trying to do everything together. And as yeah. much as I love DK, it just ain't the it ain't the same without all five of them. It ain't the same with all five of them. And, you know, like, no shade. And I'm trying not to get sentimental, but, like, three and a half gays ain't the same without all three and a half of us. I know. Like, you I know. listen to – I've been listening back to the episodes as I prepare as I prepare to launch this. Yeah. And I was like, this was really good. I, I'm <laughs> listening back, like, remembering the moments that's, like, sitting there laughing. I'm like, this is so funny. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. This was such a good conversation. So it definitely inspired me. It's like a, I'm a spinoff. I'm right. a spinoff of three and a half games. No, like, no, no, I no, got no. my own show. Oh, like, no. oh, right. Okay, <laughs> Aubrey. Okay, Aubrey. <laughs> right. No. I got my own show. I, I was the star of the show. Quiet, Miss Quiet. Okay, so, do you think you're the star of the show? Yeah, yes, I'm going to say so. <laughs> oh like, God. she is something else. I love Miss Quiet. <laughs> I'm Quiet, here for her, her little blonde pixie cut that she got going on right That's now. She. That's how you know you a boss bitch. When you you done made it. I'm sorry. I know you don't like Kessin. But oh, yeah. um, but I, you know you're a boss B word. Uh, whenever you get that short blonde haircut, yeah, <laughs> I eat Nene leaks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we gonna get into this. speaking yeah. of Nene leaks and the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh my gosh, these girls! This season, I like the additions of Eva and Shamari for myself. Yeah. Because it was very personal because I have relationships with them in the past. Yeah. Being a fan of Black with the Q. You're right. <laughs> and America's Next Top Model helped mold me into the person that I am me today. Too. Okay? Sis, so me Eva too. the Diva, Eva Marcel Pifford. <laughs> now Eva Marcel. Yeah. Marcel Sterling. Excuse me. Pronunciation. Excuse me. Ooh, come on. I'm like, wow, I can't believe. And then also with the reality TV thing, like Eva said, when I started reality TV, this was a reality competition sure. show. Mm-hmm. She didn't even realize... That's what it was. Right. That was in 2003. It's about to be 2020. Oh How many gosh. years is that? How long has she been relevant? Oh, my gosh. And I think she's the only one that's, like, still relevant. Like, yes. I well, mean, I will I, say I still, there are some, like, I love that her and Yaya yeah. because they were the first two and only two African-American females mm-hmm. in the final two together. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And they both have very successful careers. They actually both ended up being on soap operas, like yeah. daytime soap operas yeah, yeah, around yeah. the same and time. And Yaya went on to go play Whitney. Yes, she did. And I absolutely loved it. That was a good movie. And the funny thing about Yaya is they kept telling her on the show to that she could be an actress, actress also. Yeah. and she That was their thing, though. Like when they told people that they can be an actress, I was like high key shade. Yeah, like, right. Um, you're not model s but you can be an actress. Right, right, right. But she had it all. Yeah. But there was that little. Um, Eva was almost ambiguous. You didn't even know like what she was like mixed with. You yeah. didn't know what her ethnicity was, right. and she looked different than other girls. Like, Yaya had a refined beauty, but Eva kind of looked different. Yeah. And she was young and like spicy and I fun. I feel it though, but like honestly, I'm just going. This is true, T. I don't think Eva was the strongest girl on that cycle. No, Yaya <laughs> took way better pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Sorry, Eva. And even I Amanda, you. who made it to the top three, and like who like. Oh, Amanda had oh, a uh, strong portfolio, yeah. but yeah. it's not always about that the one thing. Yeah. You can take beautiful photos. They're like, girl, you're boring. Um, it's seriously, and it was so many boring girls, but so many girls like with potential and that were top model, fierce, next level, fierce, everything like that that were 
going home. I'm like, no, how can you do this? Yes, I was very surprised. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, there were a lot of girls who went home. One of them in particular, her name is Molly Sue. Oh, Molly Sue. She went girl. on to be one mm-hmm. of the most successful yeah. models. But at the time, she just wasn't ready mm-hmm. because her, she, it might have been her nerves and the type of situation and environment was. Mm-hmm. She it went on to be a huge oh my gosh, yeah. model. And that girl was beautiful. And she then, is. like, Katarzyna. Katarzyna. Katarzyna, sorry. Excuse yes. me. Like, she went on, had a really successful career. I still follow, like, Danny Evans on. Oh, and then Eugene, after Eva. Eugenia Washington. That's my girl. Girl. Like, I follow her on Instagram. Uh, Mame, who, like, lost to Now. Like, we love Now. Now is awesome and everything. Yes. But my girl, Mame, should have took that one home. Yeah, I'm gonna say that with the personality department, that girl was stunning. Oh, she was so. But beautiful. shout out to those models. Those know, are my faves. Yeah, shout yeah. out all these cycles, and then they brought it to VH1, like switched up. VH1. Was like, um, I was actually mm. looking at some stuff from that last night, and I was like, you know what? Mm. It fell off for me. I couldn't even remember the, yeah. the last cycle. I'm mm. like, who won? Um, Lila, a, a girl named Kyla. Yeah, I remember now, but I was just like, yeah, yeah. it just wasn't it. It, it was. And that came out of nowhere. I don't think she she looked. The most like a model is why I think she won. Yeah. But anyway, we talk about everybody else. (laughs) We getting into us. That's exactly why I did this. We fans of everybody else. But let's get into the fandom of ourselves. Yes. So Tom E. Period Fields. Excuse me. The E is for Edward. Yes. (laughs) So I will tell you, the reason I wanted to bring you on is because, one, I felt like we would have a very good vibe, very good energy with the conversation. You're very interesting. You have a lot of new things going on in your life. And I feel like the people need to hear this. (laughs) So let's just start back. Back in the day, we met through like mutual friends. Mutual friends, yeah. Very mutual, good, good girlfriend, good Samantha girl. Dasher. Oh my girl, my OG bestie. Hey, Sammy J. Yes, Follow shout her. Out to her chasing your MF and dreams yes. in California. I'm so proud of her. Yes, she was definitely a person who used to push me and be like, James, stop being so nervous. James, when you're singing, let go of the microphone stand. Let it, yeah. like, she helped me so much be a confident person and performer. So, again, shout out to her. Yeah. But we used to hang out with her a lot. Yes. And then we would see each other out. So we always are, like, mutual like friends. Friendly, yeah. So then a few years ago, that's when we kind of came together again and became Actual, right, actual yeah. close friends. Yeah, so, I think it was like right when I have, was like moving home from school and stuff like that. Right, and then you guys will like invite me out to go to karaoke and stuff like that, and then I would come every Friday, and then like I think we just clicked from there. Right, then you were just always there. I'm like, okay, how did Tom get here? Like, <laughs> but you know what the funniest shit? Well, I mean, stuff was. Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna need a swear jar. <laughs> it's a dollar. You it's need to dollar. drop a coin in so they can Listen. hear. It. Um, I was in your dollars, psych. Uh, but what was funny is that y'all would have like y'all little sideline conversations, wondering if I was gay or not. <laughs> I was like, isn't it obvious? Right. But the, <laughs> the thing about that is, mm-hmm. I don't force anybody mm-hmm. to address anything. Yeah. Or nor do I feel like asking people because I know how I was before, like I came out, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, how many times I would just start talking to somebody or right. say something, and they're like, oh no, I. I'm not gay. I was like, oh, baby, you don't know yet. <laughs> you said, baby, you don't know. Oh, baby, you ain't gay. You oh, know. oh, okay. So yeah. I had to start checking myself when I did that to yeah. people. And I didn't want to make anybody feel like any kind of way. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm out and proud, yes. I'm like, that's still something very personal for people. So I ain't want to say nothing. Right. But, you know, we spoke the same language. We did. So I was just like, hey, what, it is what it is. But, you we know, then the day, you know, Trey kind of outed you. <laughs> <laughs> Trey really did out of me. <laughs> it was funny. But the thing was is that, like, I was already out to most of my friends it's just like i had a friend in particular like um at the time like 
he had expressed some views on homosexuality that didn't like make me feel comfortable enough to come out to him per se. Um, and so I wasn't ready to come out to him yet until like I knew for sure that it would be a safe space. And then like I'm kind of happy that that door was forced open uh, yeah. because then it prompted us to have a conversation about it. And the conversation ended up going a, a lot better than I can ever imagine. And now that's like one of my best friends, my road dogs. You talk about him, I'm beat you up. And, right, like, period. That's how that goes. And like that's my dude. I'm his best man in his wedding and everything. And like, and What's the thing there? was, it's that like, and he told me, he's like, you could have told me. Right, but it's always people like that, though, because we got the same freedom. We had the same kind of situation. I'm like, so people, and one time somebody said to me, "It's not up to me to for me to for me to tell myself who you are. You should tell me." I'm like, but at the same time, with the history of Gatum and black men, you already know what we're dealing with in our head. You have some idea. So one, you can make it a little bit easier for me to tell you. Two, how are you walking around saying these things, having the most idea that I am probably gay, but you're saying like things that are definitely making me uncomfortable, definitely making me feel like you are not about this life at all. Like it's not for you, nothing you want to be a part of. Because I used to have friends, they would say stuff and I'm like, they were like, why why didn't you tell us? I'm like, "Uh, did you forget that you said the top three things you hated? Gabe was one of them. (laughs) Gabe was definitely one of them. Why did I think I was going to be this exception? I know. And then, like, you come out and it's like, oh, well, 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 you different. Like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm just like And I won't be the token or the exception. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just so happy that people have the power and the ability to change and transform. Uh, just because just like our friend, just like when he realized that, like, well, you are going to come in contact with a lot more gay people right. like nowadays. And it's just like I'm just so happy that, like, you know, his he was able to just expand himself and just grow and just realize that people are people. And, and sometimes people need those situations to learn, because if you're dealing with something the same way your whole life, that's how mm-hmm. you deal with a situation. Yep. Or if that's what you learn, that's what you learn. Oh my gosh, so yeah. it's, it's almost to a fault, but they have to experience situations to be able to grow and to learn. Oh so but I will challenge them every time. Right. <laughs> and I'm James. We can honestly have a conversation here. The whole night can be about homophobia in the black community uh, because we all know that it's a real thing and that people go through it and I think that's like why people wait so much to come out but then again like I'm like so happy for this generation like that's even underneath us that are coming out like as soon as high school and stuff like that like just with so much courage to be themselves like I wish that I had that much 14 at 14 I even 18 I'm like (laughs) yeah 18 14 I'm like you said how did you decide when I was eight when you were eight I knew but not and nowhere on God's green earth did I ever think about saying those words oh my gosh yes but think of uh Dwayne Wade's uh son uh, when they took him to his first prior, like he and Gabrielle, like moments like that is just like so, so, so important, like for a young black queer youth. And like, we need to like stop treating really kids like pride it's like, because yeah. it's like, it's not jealousy at all. I'm like, I'm so happy they got yeah. to experience it because that's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. So it's like being a part of the progress. Yeah. That's, I like to think like I'm helping the progress be made oh for it to just be. A normal situation to where, you know, stop worrying about what I'm doing in my bed. Exactly. And then, like, and that's none of your business unless I I choose to share. Right. I don't ask any of my straight friends, like, hey, how's it going in there? Right. I don't, or who's the male and who's the female? Like, it's the same. So, did she pin you down? Yeah. So, do you take it or did she? Right. It's like, we don't ask those questions. Right. Because I really don't care. But anyway, so, I wanted to bring you on because I'm like, you know what, Tom is... Great energy. You work with kids now. You're a great role model. You're educated. Oh, and you're a budding entrepreneur. I so am. Tell us a little about 
a little about your education background into your now career. Okay. Uh, so uh, I went to Westminster College. I got my bachelor's degree in English. Uh, for the longest of time, I thought I was going to be a teacher, but didn't quickly realize uh, that was a no. <laughs> um, and then uh, I got into marketing and communication, so I had a couple of internships doing that. Really fell in love with it. And then I ended up going back to grad school, got my master's degree in interdisciplinary communication. So it was communications and marketing, uh, professional technical writing. Had an awesome GA position there at YSU in the marketing office. Uh, fell in love with marketing communications that way in the higher education setting. Uh, that led to me getting a job at Westminster, uh, working with students, working in marketing there. And now I'm at the University of Akron uh, doing those same things, but now I work more uh, with students in our Department of Student Life. So it's a little bit of my journey uh, that way. And so, yeah. So how has the journey been for you? First of oh all, you got two degrees. That's tough. I'm, I'm paying for two degrees, too. Let me tell you. <laughs> Student loans are real, but um, I always tell people, honestly, that if I knew now, what, if I knew then what I know now, I probably wouldn't have gone to college. Not at all? No, I probably wouldn't have gone at all. And, like, um, it's just because you really got to weigh your options. Like, uh, especially if you're a first-gen or if you come from a family that doesn't have a lot of money, uh, you need to educate yourself about loans and the type of money that you're borrowing. I wish I would have got more scholarships because now I'm, like, X amount of dollars in debt that I'm going to be paying back pretty much my whole life. But my dumb self want to go and get a Ph.D., um, but yeah, so waiting like, for that one job to get that one check to clear it exactly, off. Exactly, and that's what you're waiting on. And I feel like uh, because I'm still early in my career, that's what I'm waiting on. Uh, so that's why I'm pursuing other options. Uh, part of the reason why I started Tom Talks. Hashtag. Hashtag Tom Talks. Follow me at Tom Talks Inc. on Instagram. So how did you birth that baby? You know what? I went to this conference. Um, we had a black male summit at the University of Akron. And I'm so uh, proud that um, I got to be a part of that experience. Uh, so Was it invite only? Oh, no. It was uh, like for our university, but like okay. anybody could have bought a ticket to attend this conference. So we had students there from Florida, from Georgia, like all over America. And so it was like just really, really dope. Um, I heard the speaker start talking to us like, like, why aren't you guys like pursuing your own businesses? Like, why aren't you in entrepreneurs? Like, like all of this information is out there, but like is you got to go get it basically. Yes. And so like, I'm thinking like I sit on a wealth of skills that I do every day, making other people money. I work in marketing and communication skills that are easily transferable in just about any industry. I work on websites. I create social media graphics so I can get a little graphic design background. Uh, I do social media advertising, all of that stuff. So I know all of these things, but I'm using it to make somebody else money, but not myself. Right. So, period. Was, period. And then, like, he started talking about uh, real estate tax liens and how uh, you can buy foreclosed uh, properties and then fix them up and then sell them again. And, like, that's an easy way to uh, get into to, to some money into real estate and everything like that. And then he started talking about, like, okay, well, you can go on um, this buy this website. You can buy, like, restaurants and stuff like that. Or people who are giving away their businesses because they don't want to run them anymore. I was just like, all of this stuff is out there. All of this information is out there to stuff like going to the daily legal news where you can go to auctions for cars and pay $800 for a car. Like, stuff like that. It's like all of this information is out there. But I'm like, they're not telling black people this stuff. So I wanted to create a platform where I can be the person telling people that. That's exactly, <laughs> that's great. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to 
you gotta you want you have to be the change you want to see. You have to be the change. And I'm just like, you know what? Like somebody gotta lay down on this road. Somebody gotta tell us. Somebody gotta be willing to share this information. Cause guess what? This is twenty nineteen. We still live in a world that is separated by colors. Now shout out to Bro Inc. because um a, a guy I went to high school, Tayron Campbell, he started um his organization called Bro Inc. Yeah. And that's exactly what he said. He learned some information. He collaborated with some guys around Youngstown, Brian Glenn and yeah lester scott yeah the second or third sorry we get that name right but he collaborated with them and they literally just share information that they learned on their own with their people so they can help them excel because it's more and that's what Trayvon Marie tells me this all the time, and people have said yeah. this. When they say Obama and Michelle didn't help nobody, they told us to go and get educated. They and they were like, the work is there. You need to go find it. But people wanted a handout. And they went to Ivy League schools, but they pushing people to go to HBCUs. Come through. Hello. <laughs> Come through. Like what, like, what more can you ask for? They don't understand that the example yes. is the first and most important thing. Oh they can gosh, tell, yeah. People can tell you. I could be living in the street and tell you what to do. Right. But the... Doing it first and being oh the gosh, example yeah. for exactly. you. Exactly. Pay attention to that. Exactly. It's not, we can't just want everything given to us no matter what happens. You to gotta us, go take it. No matter what we think is old to us, right. we still have to go out into this world and work hard still. And guess what? You know what you gotta do? We gotta become those examples and then share our knowledge with people so more people like us can get there too. Because exactly. that's what all these other people are doing. That's what all these other people are doing. Like, right. um, it's I was a lot t- about who you know. It's about who you know too. And it's just a, like, you know, like then they're, they're not just gonna let just anybody up in their circle, you know what right. I mean? Like no matter what degrees you have, no matter amount of education, where you come from, none of that stuff. Like it's all about who you know. And it's good to have a nice personality. So, you know, what in that department we good. Oh my gosh. So yeah. so even when we were doing three and a half gays, so I felt like by us just going out and being seen, oh it God. was helping yeah. the business. It was helping the brand. Oh, people see us together. Oh, they just referred to us as three and a half gays. Mm-hmm. Then people are like, "Hey, um, so I have this business. If you say it on your show, we'll pay you." Yeah, I was so like, "You sent us some shirts." Excuse me. Right. We got some shirts <laughs> from a black man yeah, who has spent man. time in prison, and it was called what was it? Bye to my haters yeah, or like hate right. to my haters with love. Yeah, to my haters. It was with to love. my haters with love, and he told me that his his experience going through jail was relatable to our experiences being gay black men and and women trying to feel accepted. And at first, I didn't understand what he he was yeah. talking about, but he was like, I understand that acceptance of you know wanting to feel apart or mm. feeling like this, and. He sent us shirts yeah. because he was like, I just feel y'all's story. I just want to share this with y'all. Oh my God. I was like, that was great. That was dope. And the type of person like, in life he came from is the type of people sometimes that I feel like I'm afraid to get along with or mm. I don't know how we work in the same right. community. And when it comes to the stigma of how sometimes we feel about like straight black men, we had a lot of people actually reach out to us and mm. say, hey, you know what? Listening to y'all really made me think about some of the things I used to say, I've had so many people say to me, I used to be one of these guys that said all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You're like the first person I actually got to be around and experience. Yeah. And I'm glad because it, it changed my mind to just see you. At, and I'm like, as a, as a just normal person. Right. <laughs> and back in the day, I used to be so thankful. Like, thank you so much. I'm so happy that you finally, but now I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you see that. I'm just like you. Yeah. 
What still like throws me off is when people was like, "Oh my gosh, you're gay! Like how? Like what?" what? <laughs> but you're <laughs> like, so handsome. I, I, yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> I am. But like, I tell you, I tell you guys all the time. The first thing my cousin asked me when I came, I was like, "So are you gonna start wearing makeup and dresses and stuff like that?" I'm like, "Um, one, that's not all gay men. Uh, right. I think that if I want to do that, that's my choice, and I can. But I'm not. That wouldn't make me any less of a man. man. Thank you." Man first, gay second, catch these hands, LLC. I'm telling you. And then people need to realize, okay, man first, gay second, and then we still black, too. So, yeah. <laughs> like, hello. Right. We're Tra- trying to help. We're trying to be a part of the fight, and y'all want another fight. Y'all right. want these problems, like, please don't catch these hands. Please, please don't catch these hands. Them. I told somebody today, these hands got an at sign in front of them at all times. Right. <laughs> do, do, do I need to? Right, for sale. <laughs> Seriously, at sign in front of them all the time. Right. So, with Tom Talks, what do you plan to accomplish? So, what I plan to accomplish, one, I'm still in the phase of building my brand uh, so i want to turn this into something that rivals ted talks like i want to be able to invite people get people platforms where they can share their ideas with people uh just come onto like my stage my platform and it's basically just connect people to information that's why i want to do this um it's, it's definitely bigger than me i think that this is a task that i can't do alone i don't know i was everything. gonna say it's always about building a great yeah. team so when we were working together i feel like because we when we were having issues i felt like i was just trying to like push us all in a direction to do what we wanted to and it kind of seemed like i was pushing us in a direction to do what i wanted to but i thought what i wanted to do was like what what we we all wanted to to do do. but i'm glad like you know that is in that situation it has you at where you are now because i'm like as far as when it comes to a team i still think like us and our friend circle and mm-hmm. I know people don't like working with friends but I'm like I like working with my close team I like working with my family and then know, like the, I thought, I thought the we had Jacksons like, exactly we had like a little dope circle we had people yes. that were into do publishing and printing like we had a dope little group and we just couldn't figure out that dynamic right uh, where our skills can support one another because we thought uh, as friends we were supposed to do be able to do everything but no listen you as my friend you're not good when it comes to scheduling and organization so I don't care how much I love you I'm not picking you to be in charge of scheduling right, the organization do that, yeah. So being able to defer that now from feelings is yeah. better. Feelings. I'm glad. <laughs> so I would love to be able to help you put together your one of your first meetings because you know we have connections to where I'm we could her. do it in the room where, where oh. we did fab or on the main stage. So and I'm sure the playoffs would be like, oh yeah, Tom, we love Tom. That would be great to give him the um, opportunity her. to. To just start, even if all of your friends came. Seriously. Even and if that was a, like a, a run step. through. That is a step in the right direction. And then like, one, you need to support local businesses anyways. And a place like the Youngstown Playhouse, of course, that's a stage that bring people. They're going to see something on the bill and wonder what it is anyway. And they probably right. won't come. And I'm like not realizing that you can come here for another form of content. Like right. if you want to start up a business or you want to learn about doing that, like once I get these presentations and things together, of course, I'm going to be looking for opportunities to go out and speak uh, because that's what you got to do. And they're everywhere. They're, they're, they are everywhere. And it, it's not always at a place where you need to be. You can be at a McDonald's and be like, hello, everyone. I just wanted y'all to know on my way out. Yeah. That the food was good, but also that uh, my name is Tom. This is Tom Talks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm always, I'm a walking billboard. You are oh your own bu- advertisement and Listen. billboard. 
and we sell ourselves first. Exactly. I tell every my my saying is you are your first investor. You gotta invest in yourself before anybody will invest in you. Right. You period. got to believe in you. What RuPaul say? How you gonna love yourself? Yeah. If you can't love yourself, how you gonna love somebody else? How you gonna How you gonna love somebody else? You gotta get it together. Right. And, and so we are getting it together. We are getting it together. But um, yeah. So like my platform is relatively new. I'm I'm definitely building it. I have like my own little brand going. Uh, I'm funny and quirky. Yes. <laughs> And I, I love seeing your journey. Oh. Ooh, you, you are good? all right? Oh, well, I'm good. Hello. You ain't signed no disclosure. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, but yeah, and so like I'm just sharing this stuff like as I get it. And my whole thing is I'm not an entrepreneur, but I'm trying to teach everybody how to be an entrepreneur. And with that, you're learning, and you're going to be, people are going to be helping you along the way. So you could be saying something that could be completely wrong, and somebody's going to be like, hey, Tom, actually, this is the correct part. So then you're going to be able to uh, be accountable for what you said, and be like, hey, guys, sorry, I might have given you the wrong. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're willing to do that, I think it'll be great, and I know that you're willing to make those steps. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And like I said, I don't know everything. I don't know everything. And I know you'll ask questions with Tom Talks also. So it'll be, it's Tom Listens actually too. Also. So it's <laughs> Tom, Tom Talks in the morning, morning and Tom, Tom, Tom Listens in the evening. But listen. <laughs> that if could you be your do... live. <laughs> Tom Listens. When they, when they want to ask questions, Tom Listens. Hashtag Tom Listens. We're going live at 5 p.m. We want y'all chime in. We're creating it right here, y'all. You know what? See, James just throw out these ideas. And this is why I love him. And this is why he's my friend. This is why he's great at what he does. Listen, because we out here to help each other. Yeah. Get, I told you, um, initially, like, my dream, I'm like, I want to be just like Bad Boy and yeah. get our stuff, like, growing and, and going together. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> didn't he boy. make you famous for a hot minute and throw you back in the ocean? Oh. That's desirable. <laughs> but he keep a woman, though. He keep a woman. He keep, keep his woman he now. He keep Cassie. Mm. Right, he couldn't keep Cassie, and now he all in love with Kim. Mm. I mean... He's been getting a lot of slack about that. What do you feel about that? Um, Honestly, because I think, like, dudes, like, anybody, like, they realized too late when they had a good woman. So you spend all that time messing it up, and then, like, something unfortunate, like her passing, that's when you realize how much you loved her. I'm like, you could have loved her, like, 10 years ago or however many years ago it was when y'all were together and co-parenting and you were cheating and doing what you were doing. Like, that woman's been a good woman all that time. So I feel like what Diddy is going to deal with the rest of his life is that guilt and that sorrow. And I'm glad that he was honest about it yeah. for somebody else to do better the next time. Oh gosh, to yeah. stop your BS and get it together sooner. Because it was like a double-edged sword. As much as he loved her, he probably didn't want to continue to do the things. And because of his lifestyle, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep doing this to her. I love her with all my heart, but I got to let her go. Mm-hmm. She probably was heartbroken didn't understand want to be with him but whatever the reason was they didn't end up together but he always loved her but even when they took pictures together it's always like i used to think they were back together every time i saw them so like Man, i can feel the love couple. look at those beautiful them. kids those little girls are so gorgeous beautiful so gorgeous. oh my gosh and i'm just so sad for them to grow up without their mom in the yeah. world but Diddy seems like a a great father, and we all know he has a great relationship with his mom. Yeah. So that's and he has important. a great relationship with his kids. Too. Yes, and, and you can tell that it's genuine love, and he's not just a dad that. Comes I like Diddy. So, yeah. Like as a person, mm-hmm. like seeing Diddy on reality TV, I felt like he was so authentically yeah. himself. I love the man as a person. He's just. Oh yes. I wouldn't want to be signed to him as an artist. Mm. <laughs> no mm. shade. Mm. All the shade. band. <laughs> uh, Danny the King. Oh, uh, 
<laughs> Young Jock. Day 26. Uh-huh. Sherry Dennis. To name a few. Mace. Oh, gr- I, for- I forgot all about Sherry. No. I forgot all about Sherry. The only reason why I brought up Sherry Dennis is because she goes by the name Cherry Coke now. Uh, and she had a little special on like YouTube for BET. And it was just talking about her life. But her attitude is so stank. So I'm like, I see why you got shelved. Right. <laughs> so we've been having a nice little conversation. So I want to... Talk a little bit about yeah. a little Bubby Waters. I just want okay. the people to know. So, unfortunately, yeah. we, as three and a half gays, <laughs> we, we had a disagreement. We broke up. Oh, it wasn't just a disagreement. <laughs> Listen, oh, we legit, our all hell broke loose. <laughs> I think I could say hell on here. Yes, all hell broke loose. <laughs> and, and we were legit Danny King. We were at the table, and Diddy, le- we just dismembered. Oh my gosh. Aubrey got fired first, right. and then D Woods D. got Woods let go. Walked and then out. Shannon got told you could leave too. Like, right. Ooh, and then it was the reunion, and Don <laughs> was trying to explain everything, but yeah, like, nobody was trying to listen to Don. Nobody was trying to listen, mm-hmm. and it was ironic because one of our, I think it was like our second or third episode, we talked about falling out with each other, yeah. and we're like, man, if we ever fall out with each other, <laughs> it better be over no stupid stuff. Yeah. We better be able to come back and talk to each other. Like I just don't yeah. see it happening, but I, like if it ever did, I don't know how like this will be, mm-hmm. and I. I, I kept thinking back to that moment, like, around the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's it was us not being able to handle our emotions and communicate. And being adults, being mm-hmm. able to know that we know how to communicate the proper way. You having communication degrees. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> call me out. It's like. <laughs> call it's, me out. You try to go back and analyze things. It's like, what happened? Why couldn't we? Yeah fix what we needed to fix but i also feel like mm. things happen for a reason things do happen for a reason um but it was unfortunate that that happened uh to us and then like even when you go back and think about it like it got to a point where me and nikki would talk and it was just like i don't even know why we fell out to so begin with like, 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 what is the reason know, know, like because we're mad about everything that happened because of <laughs> that we fell out like everything that happened subsequently like it's just like that's why we're mad. It's just because we never got to the root of what the real problem was. Much like Danny DeCane, they never got to the root of what their real problem was. I uh, never and they, understood. And they would just say it was management or it was this. Right. And we would just say that, like, okay, we feel like we're just pulling in different directions. And right. then, like, I felt like as time kept going by, we just kept drifting further apart. And then, like, shady things just kept popping up and happening. Yeah. And then, like, I think that just kept driving a wedge in between yes. it. And then, like, yeah. And um, I think that like when we did, because we did talk about it as a we foursome. tried, we did, times. and then we and tried even, to. We even before saw we each did other. season two. Before yes, we, yeah, we tried to get together. Well, remember, and talk we about even it. at that last like plugged in, yeah. like we were there talking and stuff. But it yeah. was just so it was awkward. just so weird. It was so awkward. I was like, yeah, oh you God. know, it was like knee slappers and stuff. I'm like, uh huh. It was just so, and it was so weird. And it's, I just didn't know how to handle the situation, and nobody wanted to like try too hard and I just right. felt like things weren't just naturally coming back together they and I didn't want to force anything. And I'm like, did we need a break? Because we were spending a lot. We were spending so much time. We were like time together there. basically six days a week like, and talking to, get, to each other all, all day. the time. Like, like we were basically in a four-way relationship. Like, yes. It felt like at times. It's, like, just, it's, a, it's like we live with each other. Basically. It was, like, the, it was the bad girl's life. <laughs> you're a podcast. Right. I'll you back in bed. Right. You're going home. You're a right. replacement. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, we were spending a lot of time together. And I think that's why, like, Little things were starting to like bug people, and we never yeah. had disagreements. We never like yeah. we didn't 
discuss issues right. that made us like frustrated if we were frustrated. And I still don't think that is a time that like you and I or any of us just sat and like literally just argued, cussed each other out. Right. Like I was still even after everything happened, I don't think that we did have a little moment on Facebook. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> um but it wasn't ever a time like cuz like even like while we weren't quote unquote friends like I wasn't harboring any resentment towards you guys. I kept telling everybody, I was like, oh, this blow over. Oh, I'll be all right. Uh, we'll be cool again. Now, me, on the other hand, yeah. I'm an emotional A, B I T C H. I was yeah. like, I'm the. Uh, uh, listen, I, my hair was falling all the way out of my head. It it's was already blowing. gone. Listen, it it's was blowing through gone. the winds. I was just so. But let me tell you, James, you wrote a diss song about us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you wrote a whole <laughs> diss <laughs> song. Two. You wrote I'm, two diss songs I'm about us. And the I'm way, just, <laughs> I will tell you, honestly, I felt like. I was I was so angry like you don't understand yeah. I was losing sleep yeah. I was losing sleep and I felt like I needed an outlet to address the situation and I tried to make everything go into my creative side of myself and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna put it in the music yeah. and I wasn't necessarily trying to, like at, when I was writing it I was a lot more mean initially mm-hmm. and I was like no I can't say that I was like mm-hmm. we are still friends I'm just mm-hmm. mad mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I definitely I definitely Charlie. said enough <laughs> and then like the shade was coming through in the fab and I wasn't and thinking like, about how uh, y'all felt at all yeah. in the process so when we eventually did talk I was like, I was, and I was mad. And I felt like I was validated too. I was like, no, I'm mad. I'm right. I can say whatever I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I said what I wanted to say. You said what you wanted to say. You know, there are consequences for what things you do and say. And mm-hmm. I did, and it, like I felt, I felt really bad, especially after talking to you and mm-hmm. understanding. Because to me, I was like, it's just art. It's whatever. Even if we was friends, I would have did the same thing. Yeah. But, but like, definitely, like, I know, not but like, like that. It's, it's different. Don't you know, like, how shade is different, like, when you're friends? Right. And then versus when you're not friends. Exactly. And so, like, I can call you bald all goddamn day. Right. But, like, because we're friends. <laughs> but then, like, if we're not friends, I'm like, James, and that bald hell, blah, 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 blah. Like, excuse like, me? <laughs> excuse me? What about your mom? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so, like, then it's just like, oh, this hurt. And I'm not going to say that Nikki and I were completely innocent in this situation because there was definitely some passive aggressive things going on. And, like, I can be an adult and own up to that. And, like, I think that, like, we should have been more forthcoming with how we felt about how things were going in three and a half games. Because it was the initial like, thing was, like, the laughing at each other on Facebook. I was like, hold up. But hold the up. thing was. That the, was the first, like, intense situation we yeah. had ever had. And yeah. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to handle it. I know. But, like, James, I, I tell, if you go back and listen, and we tell you all the time, bro, like, it's, we didn't think that it was that deep. We just didn't know why you were doing it. The, they, but it was, the energy just seemed different. Yeah. I, was, I felt like, um... At the end of Mean Girls, when Caddy had, um, Katie, but Caddy yes. had convinced the other two, like, y'all, Regina is really a, 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 a B word. Yeah. Like, she's really a B word. I don't know why y'all deal with her. So that's how yeah. I felt. That's how yeah. I felt like y'all were looking at me like, yeah, you what? You really? All right. I, like I was like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> hold up. Like, ain't nobody laughing at y'all. I would never laugh at you. I know. And then, like, I was just like, whoa, it's, it's weird because this is a, a, picture, a picture where I feel like I'm being fierce. I'm, like, showing face. I'm like, then James come out nowhere and comment. I mean, laugh at it. But I'm, I like, was so mad I had to explain. I was right. Like, it was just like, I'm not take laughing. a look to the left. Right. You caught old girl off guard and she looks silly. Right. Or like you were laughing at something in the picture right. or like it's like, oh, really? Like, okay, then fuck it up. Like that was a little funny. Like it wasn't like that. It wasn't translating the way that right. you intended it to be. Uh, and so like I think that's like why that situation was a thing. 
Oh, yeah. And it was just, again, emotions, just being very emotional and not being able to communicate what the real issue was. Like, we were just frustrated with several things. And then, like, us trying to do so much as far as, like, the show with Three and a Half Gays, with Fast Live and things. And it just became a lot of that. Oh, it became a lot. It became all of that. But I was just like, I'm like, y'all shouldn't have sparked my mind to let me know I can do whatever I, I can. But, but I see, do. Like, I was so happy like when we started up like five, like because that it was fun. Like I had a great time. We were great. Because as you know what they say, those who can't do host. And I was a great host. <laughs> yes, you were. Okay? I was a great host. And yes, we, you were. We had such a ball putting that on. And I think that like that was helping us build our brand. It was helping yes. people recognize us as three and a half years. Figuring out who we are, we're, who uh, we are as artists and yes. people, all of that stuff. But like, I think that lumped on top of all of us just spending so much time together. That's why little things like with disagreements right. about like lights or and you whatever. you let like, things go so often to oh try God. to not have a, ish, a situation. Yeah. And now it's all built up. You're like, I've been letting things go for so long. I should have just said it in the first place. And now I'm pissed. Right, and it was just exploding all at once. And again, we were all huge personalities. Oh my gosh, yes. And then when it came time, like when you released that second disc song, I was like, okay, he's not about to just continue to shake. <laughs> right, okay. Like, okay, like, I let the first one go. I let the first one go. And then when I posted like my little Facebook status, I was like, I didn't even say anything bad, really. <laughs> and then like all <laughs> your, your goons came out. Oh my God. They, 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 they tried to come for me, and then my people came up. And yes, like, I, was I was like, like y'all stop. I was so seriously. upset. I was so mad. I was like, no, I am not going to be a part of this. This is nobody else's business. This should have been in a private group. It should have been. But like, I'm Ooh, just like, I was, like, he dissing us publicly. I'm like, let me go ahead. And granted, like, that was just throwing right, more right, like, right. gas on the And regardless fire. of, I didn't say y'all name at all. Everybody knew. Yeah. Like, I was talking about y'all. Yeah. It wasn't all about y'all. And the unfortunate thing is, like, I I was happy that I, that I feel like that opened up a new, like, lane of of talent that I didn't know I could do. Like, I wasn't rapping at all. Yeah. And then I was just like, I kept hearing other people. I was like, you know, rappers are what they, everybody's trying to sing. So I felt like, I'm going to rap. <laughs> if they can sing, I'm about to be rapping. And unfortunately, I do like some <laughs> of the bars of the song. Like, <laughs> I do like it, but I felt bad that that's how it had to come out. But I just, like, again, I was trying to be like, all right, I don't want to just be so hateful. But I didn't know how to deal with it. I did not know how to deal with and it. And it's just like, because, like, we should have been able to talk to each other. I was going I through other know, things emotionally, too. I know. Like, and then, like, yeah. Um, which is a lot to deal with. And then, like, you got these other relationships in your life that are falling apart. And then, like, right, I'm getting married. You're getting married. Like, all kinds of things. Like, um, and we had people around us, I think, that could have helped the conversation. But then it started to look like people were picking sides. Right. And I think that just added more attention to it. Definitely. And so, um, so rather than them being, like, helpful, I think that, like, not necessarily that those lines were drawn, but it just appeared that they were drawn. Right. And so, like, people start getting perceptions. And then you talking to these people about this. And then we heard you said that. And then we heard you said that. Like, it just turned right now, into a Right now, other people acting like they mad because this person mad. And right. I'm like, yo, this ain't got nothing to do with you. Exactly. I'm like, why are you mad off hype? Right. This ain't got <laughs> hashtag mad off hype. Like, but this ain't got nothing hype. to do with you. Seriously. But we... Uh, Finally, we're able to talk, and I just felt I started to feel so stupid because I'm like, oh my gosh, I miss them, I miss Tom. But I'm like, I was just being so prideful. I just, again, I didn't know. I'm like, I still don't even know what the problem is. I don't even know what to say or talk about. There's no problem. And I'm like, 
look, go back. I promise you. Ask Jerome, Shonda, anybody. I'm just dropping names. I don't know if we're right. allowed to do that. Yes, here. we are. Those are friends, whatever. So yeah. Us. So like, um, yeah, just go back. I would tell them all the time. I'm like, you know what? This is right now. I got all my anger out. I said all the bad words that I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah, Jerome definitely would tell yeah. us like Thomas, like y'all, this we friends. We gonna be friends. Like we know right now. And it was good to hear. But at the time, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, he just mm-hmm. saying that, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when we were able finally to talk and just hear each other, because I think that was our problem when we were trying to talk about it initially. We I wasn't as mad anymore either. Right. I wasn't as mad either. But it was just like I'm just talking because I want you to listen to me. But right, I wasn't doing this. I wasn't thing. trying to hear you. I'm I like, no, talk- but you saying this, but yeah. this too. What about yeah. me? Right, I was talking at you and not to you. And like we should have been talking to each other. Even when we talked that night, I I, I still felt like the initial conversation. I was still like, mm-hmm, yep, you should be apologizing. But as you were talking, I'm like. Oh, I didn't understand. I, I, I wasn't as mm-hmm. mad as I thought I was. I was like, I'm not even that mad. Why am I acting like this? Yeah. And that makes a lot of sense. Oh, I did hurt their feelings too. Right. And then like you have to go back and I have to realize because at, at first, trust me, to me and Nikki, everything was your fault. Listen, everything was your fault. I guarantee you. Everything was your fault. Listen, like, I'm getting married. Everything is my fault. Everything, <laughs> everything is your fault. But, um, and then you have to realize that I went back and read those text messages. I was like, damn, well, we were kind of mean. <laughs> like, or like, James was just trying to, like, hey, y'all. <laughs> America, let me tell y'all one time, right? So I was trying to, ask, I was asking the group a question. <laughs> Tom told me. He said, so I'm not responding to anything at all that has to do with any of this. So if you want to talk about this, don't expect a response from me. I was like, Zane. And then I told you to schedule a meeting if you uh, want to talk business. So I was like, so oh I was just like, okay, so should I send an email? But what I really just wanted, I was like, I just need an answer. And I'm like, yeah. they didn't want to give me an answer because they didn't want to tell me no. Yeah. I was like, y'all didn't want to tell me no. And I'm yeah. like, I understand like the process of this, but we have something going right now that I've definitely been waiting yeah. on for a long time. Oh my gosh, the Playhouse yeah. wanted us to do it. I was like, no, yeah. we're not stopping. Right. And then I'm so proud that you kept going. Like, And I felt like yeah, even awesome. to be the person that you were going to mm-hmm. be upset with, I was like, okay, I'll be that person to keep pushing us. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes like, I felt like there were some of us that used to be that position mm-hmm. and maybe things are going on in your life. So I felt like, all right, well, maybe it's my time to be the one to like mm-hmm. push you forward so we can stay on track. I'm like, right. we were starting to, I felt like the light bulb was I felt was like it was on. starting to take off too. And, and like, we were picking up a lot of momentum, like with putting out these podcasts, with starting to do these shows. So like, I think a lot was happening like way too fast for us. Yeah. And so like, for some of us, it felt like, okay, well, this was a hobby. And like, if it goes somewhere, it goes somewhere. And then like, you were like putting wind beneath And I'm like, no, this like, is not a hobby. You are a lot greater than that. Right. This, we like, are greater than that. And I wasn't are. expecting us. So at the time, but I know how great we are. I felt yeah. how great we are. And I this has always been my dream. And I'm like, I yeah. see my dream happening. And I was kind of making my dream everyone's dream. We were his dreams. Yes. All the things. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, but no, y'all, like, regardless of how we do this, we are so talented. I'm tired of waiting on yeah. somebody else to give us a chance. Here we are. We're giving ourselves oh my gosh, the, yeah. the opportunity to do whatever we want on the stage. On the stage. How that, great is that? That's so much power. And then, like, and then when you think about it now, it's like, well, damn, like, we squandered an opportunity and like when you look about it it's, it sounds dumb like just thinking about it now like wow like we really extinguished something that was helping us be better because who knows where three and a half gays would be today like a whole year later we have planned on going to podcasts podcasts conferences. conferences like going places traveling trying to interview people we we're trying to figure out how to like interview our friends that were down in atlanta like right we were we were trying to figure that stuff out and i felt like we we could have figured it out right we could have figured it out. I definitely feel like we could have. We could have figured it out. I was so sad. I was like, no, I'm starting up three and a half of gays again. Nah, it's not yeah. going to die. We can't let yeah. it die. 
But it's I'm like, I can never do three and a half games with anyone else. It's such a good name. And I need to hurry up and trademark that before somebody tries to steal it. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's it I'm still willing to work. So <laughs> you can call me. Uh-oh. I come back from my seat. They change some seats on the view, but some stay the same, okay? Hello, I'll be the moderator. Uh, call me Whoopi. Yeah, call you Whoopi. Right. So, yes, three and a half games. You better trademark it before I do. <laughs> before I do. Listen, but no, it's all about trademarking, getting these names under our belts. Because, like I said, I want us to realize that just like we see these people on TV or these people in positions that we want to be in, we can be in those. And I'm thankful for you all, yourself, and the rest of our friends to help me believe that. Like, nothing, I'm not envious of not one of you. I'm not jealous of one of you. Josh being on Broadway, Josh being on National Tour makes me believe that Mm -hmm. I can do it. Singing background for Sam Smith. At the Grammys, three rows behind. (laughs) Shade. Anybody got anything to say? Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Because don't don't call don't call the squad. Yeah. Don't call the squad. Party Max was my favorite store. Party favors. To get party favors <laughs> at Party Max. Listen. Party um, favors. You know, you guys going off to school and like all of my friends at one point we were all in a room together. We were over at Shonda's house and I looked around and it, I didn't feel insecure at all, but everyone in that de- room had a degree or two except me. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't feel um insecure. Because no one has ever made me feel that way. I still felt empowered and just so proud Mm. to be around that many other people and that many educated black people in one room. That were all my friends. Shout out to Mike and Tia, who just graduated this past weekend. Yes. Shout out to y'all. Mike graduated from dental school. Tia graduated from law school. We got a doctor, a lawyer, an accountant, a marketing person, the next entertainer stars of the world, trade major, always productions in the house. We like, literally have a full gambit of talent. Empire. Man. And I'm all about that. And I feel like whether anybody wants to work together or not, when we get there, we getting it together. Right. Like, look, I already got my accountant. I'm going to you. Why would I go to somebody else? Mm-hmm. As soon as Mike get his first chair, I'll be there. Seriously. Oh, trust me. Mike is fixing this. He's just, fixing this girl. I told Mike, I said, I need you to fix my smile so I can go to the next level. Right. He said, I got you, fam. I was like, yeah, just give it to me straight. Seriously. I mean, you know, I don't take me anything straight, but <laughs> oh I need that Lord. bill straight. <laughs> Seriously. Um, he can fix mine, too. Shout out to Dr. MJB. Right. And yes, Tia also, who's preparing for the bar. The bar. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe. That's crazy. And they've been in school for so long. Shout oh. out to you, all y'all out here going to school for 80,000 years because ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody got time for that. So, Tom, as we do come to a close, I want to thank you for being who you are. I'm glad to have known you and watched you go through the process of finding yourself and coming out, coming into your own, stepping into your light, whatever you want to call it. It has been a beautiful thing to see. I'm, I don't regret the issues that we have because I still feel like we've grown from them. I feel like we're on the other side better now. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And, it, and it's funny. It's, it's laughable. It is. <laughs> like, it really is. <laughs> like now, because like, oh, remember, like, 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 yes, it I is. got this inside joke with all of my friends. I fall out with a friend every year. So Period. Like, <laughs> he does. It's just I'm, I'm waiting to see who it is. He's this that year. friend. And it makes me think: Is this something with me? Like, what I'm am like, I doing? Right. Like, I was, like, I was like, that's why I was like, yeah, it gotta be Tom. Like, this is his first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but shit, it wasn't shit. even me with the real problem. That's the that, thing. Wasn't it? And ain't it yeah. crazy to realize? Like looking back again, it's like I wasn't even the one with the real problem. I started thinking about it. I was like, I don't. Even why am I so mad at Tom? Like I don't, I don't Tom even have. Tom said he wasn't mad at nobody. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> right. It's just is what it is. And people, I don't know y'all might be like they're talking about their friendship on this. They cloud chasing. Baby, ain't nobody cloud chasing. We chasing dreams out We're here. We chasing dreams. But what we wanted to do was be genuine and let some of the people mm-hmm. know who do know us 
about the situation that happened with us in Three and a Half Gays. On top of that, these are real life situations that people right. go through all the time. These affected real people. Yes. And real relationships. And more I mean, than just us. And more than just it's us. It's always more than just the people mm. in the square. It, it affects people around you. Oh my gosh. And I didn't realize that initially. And then the other people start feeling some kind of way. Like you said earlier, it's just like, why are you even mad? This isn't a situation that has anything to do with you. Like, but they're looking at it like, I am involved in this. Yeah. We were, we're all in this together. We're yeah. all, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we ain't getting into that. No, but I'm glad that again we were able to go through that because I always try to learn from every situation, oh no matter gosh, what. And mm-hmm. I definitely feel like we came back out on the positive side, and we still have a lot more mending and growing to do. We do, and it's coming, and it's possible, and it will happen. Um, it will happen. Um, it's just because, like, I think that like the four of us, we're just so great together. Um, I know that you. They said like, if it's broke, don't fix it, or whatever. If it's whatever that saying is. Right. Um, but it still needs a remodel. It, it, it needs, needs remodel. Oh, you need to re-clean. put all that stuff reclean. Yes. Um, because I think that like we all were part of so many important moments in each other's lives. Right. And like we got engaged. I know. Um, we were there for Nikki. Where her father passed. Yes. Like you guys were there for me. Like when I was first coming out. Like these were our Trey fo- too. Trey was Trey so young. Too. Trey too. And it's just like these were our formative years. I think that we solidify who we were as people together, our identities. Like yeah. the fact that like I'm even confident to step on the stage and do anything. Like it's because of y'all. Um yeah, and it's just like, and and like it's really those years it's are, those it's prepared years. me and like like I said, they you guys in these last few years have definitely made me change into the person I am today mm-hmm. and give me a lot of the belief that I have in myself. Like mm-hmm. when somebody just believes in you so much, you can't help but to to believe in yourself. And mm-hmm. without you all, I would never have been able to do that. Without three and a half gays, I would never be right here giving you the third degree with James Major Burns. Right. I'm going to say my name until I ain't got to say it no more. Right. But, and then according to somebody else, we wouldn't be here without him either. So. Exactly. Period. Period. Right. Shout the father out. of all fathers. Shout out. <laughs> I, I should throw that shade now, but like I won't. But to be so, honest, like, <laughs> he definitely yeah. was a big part in yeah. a lot of relationships. And we all do yeah. look up to him and somewhat. Oh, no, like, trust great. me. If Shout you, out like, Joshua William Green. Yeah. Oh, no, that wasn't who I was saying. Oh, wait, wait, who? Good. No, I was talking about Jarrell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who? I don't know her. Oh, no. oh. oh, we all know Josh is the reason why we're all right. friends. Well, he, he's the reason why we're all friends and stuff together today. And he'll be getting well, yeah. interviewed soon. Yes, I can't so wait for that. Shout to out hear to for Josh. Him. Shout out to him doing his thing. You know, yeah. he got us that job. out. like to keep remaining. And that's the type of friends we are. Yeah. We're here to help each other grow. We are pulling each other out of the barrel. Oh my gosh! And like, and you don't want to win with no better group of people. Like, honest, like the people who are there supporting you. We from are day blessed. One, like, we are so blessed. And like so I said, we on many levels we've done so many things together. Like who, yeah. who? And like I said, I I'm not, know. I'm not waiting to be like, remember when? No, we're, I'm living in it right now. So I cannot tell you how many shows of y'all I've been to. They're like, so supportive. I, even so, I was thinking about that. I'm like, this guy has just been so great to me. <laughs> we gotta be friends. <laughs> like I, that's still my favorite thing to do. Like I love supporting you. I love to hear y'all sing. I love to watch y'all perform because y'all are great at it. And like anything that I can do to help y'all get there, or like if it just meant that I come and buy a ticket, you know what I mean? Like I love doing. It. I love supporting you guys that way. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All. Best wishes with Tom Talks. Thank We're you. gonna get that. Make sure you follow me. Yes. Uh, on Tom Talks at Tom Talks Inc. on Instagram. That's Tell them where else they can find you. Uh, you can also find me on my regular uh, Instagram at TomWas.x or on Facebook at Tom Fields. If you search Tom Fields on any of that, you're gonna find me. 
Right, because his name is in there. But thank you very much for <laughs> being Yes, my real here. name is Thomas. That's not my trade name. Whenever I go to cities looking for hookups. <laughs> yes, because that's what he's doing on his weekend, y'all. You can catch him this week in D.C. for D.C. Pride. Yo, I'm looking for but this episode won't be out by then, y'all. So. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband, probably I'll be home with him. We'll do like a, a reunion or a part Right, right, right. We'll do a part two. Yes, yes, come on. Oh, but thank you very much. Who's ever listening? I am single. Just throwing that out there and a little desperate. Oh, oh, the, <laughs> never desperate, honey. Never desperate. Never, you got to be honest. Oh, you're right. It's 2019. What are we fronting for? Listen. Mm-hmm. Don't block your blessings. Right. If you out there in Baku, if you listening, I'm here. Winston, yes, everything. <laughs> mm. JK, never desperate, though. I'm a Leo. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's it. Have a good night, y'all. Bye. We out. Bye bye.